generate is supporting my vision to improve the financial literacy of 100,000 Kiwis by sponsoring Keep the Change. Cheers, Generate. Head to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to find out more. Getting in the KiwiSaver fund that suits you and your situation is key to making sure you're maximising your investment. Generate are an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of long-term performance and they can help you do exactly this. Their advisors can meet with you to talk about all your options when it comes to KiwiSaver to help you decide what's best for you. Too many people never get KiwiSaver advice, but not you. Go to generatekiwisaver.co.nz forward slash change to book a no-obligation chat with a Generate advisor. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited. And of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Welcome in, you are listening to another episode of keepthechange.co.nz, Money Mail Lessons, week number 64. We are 64 weeks deep and we're looking at something uh, pretty spectacular actually this week after a great phone call I had with uh, someone a lot younger, I'll say a lot younger because nearly a decade younger and someone definitely wiser than what I was at that age and someone who I could just tell through the phone call will go a long way if they stay on the straight and narrow. And I said that's going to be one of your biggest things to keep a, an eye on is, uh, is is understanding how to live the life that you're starting to build yourself and to protect yourself when you do that. So avoiding some of the common downfalls that we can slip into. And I'm not one to beat around the bush. And I know there's a lot of younger listeners and there's a lot of realistic listeners to the Keep the Change lessons and I'm talking about things like drugs, alcohol, lying, bad decisions, um, all the stuff that can derail the progress that you are making in your life. So I love to have realistic conversations when people uh, seek advice or opinion from myself. And I think that comes from me wishing that um, perhaps... People had told me some of these things when I was a bit younger um, or just made aware of, and not not that I wasn't aware of them, maybe I wasn't uh, ready to listen to them yet, but just seeing how critically important it can be to to drill into someone young that's doing really well, like, hey, you know, you've, you've done and achieved a lot that a lot of people won't, so therefore you need to be very careful with the lessons that you were taking from other people and doing the same types of behaviours and things that your other friends and other people in your age group might be doing because you're on a different path. And I think once people grasp that concept, um, they they can protect themselves from potentially doing some of the things that are going to derail or slow down the progress that they've made. And one of the things I suggested to this person was, hey, you need to understand that you are not an average person. You are an exceptional talent. And therefore, you cannot compare yourself to average or rely on the lessons for the average or just expect average things from yourself because it's not who you are. So that's not going to work. And that really resonated with them. And 
Uh, for some people, you might be listening thinking, what the, what the hell is all that about? Or you don't really understand what I'm saying. But we'll get into it in this lesson very shortly. But one thing that I've learned is that if you want to change the version of yourself, the operating system that you're running on, if you want to learn more, if you want to achieve things that you've never achieved before, well, doing the same things that you used to do, they don't work anymore. So you've got to find people around you, lessons, education, and things that are going to take you on that path and on that direction and closer to being that person that you want to be rather than just hoping that it happens because I wasted a number of years of my life just like wondering, when's it going to happen? You know, People have told me for a long time now, oh, you're a great guy, you're so giving and um, you're going to go a long way. And I was in jobs and stuff, working my ass off, going in on Saturdays when I didn't need to, going above and beyond, being like, uh, excuse me, when the fuck's it going to happen? What, what's going on here? And the truth is, it doesn't just happen. You've got to go out and still you've got to make it happen. And that was um, you know, one of the hardest things to accept is, shit, you know, I'm still back to square one here. I've actually got to go and make some of the stuff happen for myself. But once you come to peace with that, you can get after it. Anyway, you've got a little sermon to start. Week number 64 probably pick up from some of these prior lessons that um, you know I'm very passionate about helping people improve their financial literacy I'm also very passionate about helping people have a better life and achieve the things that they want to achieve whatever those may be and if I can help people do those things then I get a lot of enjoyment and fulfillment out of it and I know that uh, a number of you listening are on the same sort of wavelength and seeking more as well so good on you keep going and fuck the people that don't think that that's a good idea for you. You do what you want to do and surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up and believe in you. Let's get stuck in. A freehold home by 25, but what's the catch? Recently, I had a special half an hour on the phone with someone a lot younger than me. They were now in a position where they were making really, really good money and had achieved a lot of the things they thought might take a lifetime, i.e. a mortgage-free property, for instance. Of course, this person receives some good old-fashioned Kiwi tall poppy chat from others. How dare they do so well? How dare they change? Who do they think they are? Then, there were the family criticisms of the new career direction that was chosen. That's normal, you see. Our families want to protect us. They don't want to see you get hurt, and they can't always see what you can see. From, just inject here, number of conversations I've seen from people, younger people taking risks in their lives, often it's your mother who is a lot more like, what are you doing? What are you doing that for? Oh, you're sure? Oh, that's not a good idea compared to your dad. Now, that is just from a statistical sample that I have taken. That is not me um, being unfair to mothers. I love my mother, and hopefully you love yours too. But dudes like to take risk, um, or are more inclined to take risk than women. And again, not this men versus women stuff. I hate those convos because it's boring, and people are people to me. And, you know, based on what I've seen, often uh, a, a daughter or a son will have to try and convince their mother, mum, I'll be okay. And it can be draining for some people, and it can be something that they get stuck on. And often you can do the reverse of what your parents think you should do. And they're just trying to protect you. And often they're coming from a place of, well, I wasn't able to do that or I don't know how you would do that so therefore I'm going to tell you that that's a bad idea. Your 
role is to take people's advice and say, okay, I hear what you're saying. However, here's, here's the things that I'm going to do. Here's how I can um, alleviate some of your concerns. And if you want to take it a step further, you want to ask them, mum, dad, what could I do to make you more comfortable about this decision? What could I do that's going to allow you to support me through this next chapter? Mum, dad, do you understand I'm really going to need people's support through this next part of my journey? Are there things that you know you think you could do to help me believe in myself and have some real, honest, practical conversations rather than, fuck you guys, I'm going to go make this happen anyway. Not saying that that's not a good uh, strategy because some of us, we do well with the old chip on the shoulder, but you know when you share a, a change in life or a change in career, you're going to have people that are like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And you're like, yo, I don't need this. I've already got enough self-doubt without you giving me some more. But you telling someone that doesn't really work, okay? So try and be prepared for it and just take their opinion as transactional, not, oh, my God, my mum doesn't believe in me. That's potentially not actually what's happening. Oh, my God, my dad doesn't support my decision, you know? Maybe they just don't see what you see yet. So put your head down, make it happen, try and get them on board. It's better to have some support than be isolated and be in friction when making uh, major changes and just seek feedback, but be very careful for how much you let it impact you. Right, back to the lesson. Gee, this is gonna, this could be a long episode the way this is going. This person had to completely change their life to see these new results. They had to change careers, they had to change their habits, they had to change their workloads, they had to learn new skills, they had to build resilience, and they had to learn to grind. There's a lot of work required for this career change that this person took. Well, they've done exactly that, and they have achieved things that they hadn't previously thought possible. They're literally achieving things in their life that they didn't even think you could achieve in a lifetime, and they're doing it in their 20s. Like, How cool is that? But here's where it gets tricky. There are still hesitations about spending and also worries about money that can't seem to be shaken. Fear creeps in when making financial decisions. On the call, we spoke about how the lessons for the majority no longer apply or make sense. So we need to get rid of that old education and let it go. Some of the things learnt when growing up don't work for this person anymore. Like, you know, count every cent that you're spending. Don't waste money on strangers. Get a job. Stay there. This person is now operating from a place of abundance, not scarcity. Those old money lessons are no longer fit for who that person is today. It is time for them to study others who have done the same and gone further. Surrounding yourself with people who have done the things you want to do too. They can be your teachers now, not the naysayers and those who haven't achieved what you already have. We spoke about how you need to start positioning yourself to see yourself as the person you will become and start doing it right now not when you get there. What I mean is that if you want to be, let's say, a millionaire, if you decide today, I want to be a millionaire, you need to start seeing yourself today as a millionaire because you want to start thinking, how would I act? What would I do? What would I need to do? What things would I need to be reading? Oh my God, I've got a million dollars all of a sudden. What would I be investing in? Uh, Would I even have the knowledge to do that? Uh, Would I just give it all away? And that, I think, is such a powerful principle to understand is to start seeing yourself now as the person that you're becoming. 
And you'll find that that's how you'll start to act. And, you know, that's something that I think no one teaches people. And there's a huge gap there. And that's why a lot of people that inherit money, for instance, or people who win lotto or win a large amount of money, they wreck it. They end up back at square one because they haven't thought that they would become the person that they become almost by accident. So you want to... If you want to achieve something, start thinking about, okay, I'm that person now. What does that person do? What does their routine look like? What's their thoughts about what they eat? What's their thoughts about exercise? What's their thoughts about looking after their mental health? What's their thoughts about drugs, alcohol, just going out all weekend, um, living off four hours sleep and putting in a half-ass effort at work? You know, If you're going to do all of those types of things, do you really think you're going to become that person that you want to be? Or do you think that those types of habits and the things that you do are going to be fit for purpose and work for that person that you want to come. Hopefully you can come to the answer that that is a no. So if you want to learn one thing from these keep the change lessons around your finances, it could be that you want to be comfortable now being the person that can manage a million dollars. That if you had a million dollars tomorrow, 100,000, 100 million, whatever it is, you'd be like, yep, and I'm sweet with that. I'm not worried about that at all. I'm fit for purpose for that. I know that I'll figure that out. I know that I won't wreck that. And you'll be amazed now, thinking about that concept, that when you see people get interviewed, when they say, oh, what would you do with a lot of money? People have these just random ideas of what they do, and it's just like, they're off over here, and I'd do this, and Disney World this, and I'd give it all away, and stuff. And it's like, wow, okay. They've probably never thought that they could actually... That could happen to them one day. So how about having a more prepared version of themselves for if that happens or if they make it happen, that they're ready to deal with that when it happens. Very, very deep stuff for you there, uh, but very, very important to understand. So again, I'll read that line for you again. We spoke about how you need to start positioning yourself to see yourself as the person you will become and start doing it right now, not when you get there. I'll give you another quick example. A lot of business owners that we work with, they might start a business and they start doing really well. They're five years into it. They look back and they see themselves as the person they were on day one. Oh, this is just a small business. I'm really shy and I'm not very good at selling. Uh, excuse me, you've built a business over five years and it's dropping out of profit. You've had to sell a whole lot of stuff over that. No one else says that you're shy and lack confidence. What? What? Why do you still think you're that person from five years ago? So if there are things that you identify with that you don't really like about yourself or you you say to yourself, I don't have confidence, I'm not very good at this, etc. And you know they don't serve you well. Well, then just decide, huh, I'm getting rid of those now. I'm not going to say that about myself anymore. I'm going to see myself as a confident person that can get things done, that is a person of their word, and continue to become that person. You see, if you want to go after change and you want to break the mold, you need to be ready because you will have your own tests like the above. And we've just spoken about a number of these. This person has completely changed their life. Now it's time to fine-tune the operating system that they run on. This is possible for every single one of us. I often finish these emails with, be bold, because it matters. Because when it matters most, you have to be. Enjoy the weekend, Luke. P.S. You're one of 4,219 recipients. Did you know there are now over 400,000 users of Sharesies? That's a pretty good customer base, right? I've also changed the bottom of these emails, and it just says down the bottom that, uh, I am not a C, uh, I am a CA, so I'm a chartered accountant. I'm not a financial advisor. 
So if I have a mortgage question, or if I have any questions around mortgages, I go to Mikey, so it's mikey.smith at loanmarket.co.nz, someone I completely trust in that space, our disclosure, also a client of Next Advisory. I am a chartered accountant, not a financial advisor, so if I have questions around KiwiSaver, I email Adam from Compound Wealth, adam at compoundwealth.co.nz. Um, I don't want people to start emailing me with their KiwiSaver and mortgage questions because that's not my job, that's not what I want to do, but I do know that people have questions that they want answered and I want to point them towards people that I would feel comfortable asking that question to if I were in their shoes as well and those are two people in those two spaces that I completely trust and I have um, people across just about everything you can think of that I completely trust so if you're ever stuck for an introduction around just about anything that you think you might need in your life there's a high chance that I've done some form of uh, research to figure out who is a person that I would be happy to refer a client of ours onto and that's usually a good filter because I wouldn't want them to have a bad experience and then that impact or damage the relationship that I have with one of our clients as well. So um, you know, if you ever are really, really stuck and you don't know who to turn to, then drop me a line and hopefully... I can come back to you, that could change if this gets to 100,000 people reading these emails and listening to these podcasts and improving their financial literacy and, uh, well, based on this podcast, their lives as well by the sounds of uh, some of the things that we've gone in today. So uh, feeling very, very good today and this one was really flowing so I thought I'd just go a little bit deeper on the lesson to give you a bit more insight. I also had a question from someone that read this email and they said to me, Luke, um, are you okay to tell me what industry they went into? And um, they went into property. And we talked in one of these emails and lessons earlier about getting yourself closer to the money flow of the economy and those people that have gone into real estate and and property have, have gotten a lot closer to money moving through the economy. The key is to really get accepting of the fact that you can do really well and start to give yourself the education that you're going to be okay when you have a lot of money or when your life is completely, well, you get yourself to a point in life where you're like, well, I didn't, one version of myself earlier on didn't think this was possible, now I've done it, you know, what's going on here? Um, Because you don't want to get there and still be worried about paying for someone else's coffee or spending money, Um, you know, you still want to understand your finances and, and look after them really well but you don't want to be operating from that place of scarcity and, and freaking out. And like I said to um, this person, I said, imagine if that lesson that you'd learned about, you know, don't spend money on strangers or don't waste money and, you know, don't buy a $5 coffee, it's it's not important. Imagine if you had a potential vendor and that's how you treated them. Oh, excuse me, could you please pay for your own uh, coffees? Because um, I was taught growing up that it's, a bad idea to waste money on coffee and they were like wow okay how about this person yeah I'm probably not going to use you to sell my house and that would mean that you wouldn't sell and then receive your commission and carry on so some of these things that we get taught they they become not fit for purpose and we've got to constantly look at them and go hmm, do I even believe that anymore is that real for me does that serve me well is that advice I would pass on to my son to my daughter um, is that just something that's all right for the generic population that have a limited amount of income versus someone that has a large amount of income? Is that 
advice for a millionaire versus someone that's on a $50,000 salary. You know, you want to be trying to find the people that you aspire to become like or the direction that you're going in and try and learn what they've had to learn along the way because then you can speed up your learning. All right, before we crack over 20 minutes there, that has been week number 64 of Money Mail. Keepthechange.co.nz. Thank you for tuning in. I think this one um, will really unlock some things to think about for different people. I hope these have been helpful for you. I'm sure they have. See you in week number 65. In the meantime, something on social media or a five-star review would help this podcast get in front of more people. And if we can do that, well, maybe, just maybe, we can improve the financial literacy of Kiwis all across the country. 